friend. I'm going to go ahead and call you friend because I never meet a stranger. My name is Christina and welcome to my closet where we're fixing to get real, raw, and relatable about life. Quick bio, I love Jesus, my family, and people in general. Oh yeah, and making fun videos on TikTok and Facebook. So look me up there and let's be friends under Christina Smith McCulley. I'm a mom of three and in case you didn't pick up on it, I'm from the South. I'm an open book, which sometimes is not a good thing, but it is what it is. Maybe I'll say something that helps you, or maybe I won't. Either way, God gets the glory, because he's given me the gift of gab, and I'm going to use it. Thank you for being here. Hello, my friend. Did I already say that intro? Well, the intro is different, okay? The intro's already been done, like, you know, pre-recorded, so I can't remember what it says. It might even have just already said that, but you know what? Welcome welcome. If this is your first time listening to me, then I'm glad you're here. If you are a regular, I'm glad you're here too. Make sure that you let me know, you know, that you listen to me. That, that really fuels me. It shouldn't, I guess. I mean, it does. Let's see. I enjoy it. I enjoy your messages, but you know what? We would be obedient regardless, right? Even if I never got another message, but I think it's okay to tell you I enjoy your messages, so find me, you know, find me and message me and and let me know how this one helps you. Today, we're going to be talking about something that might not pertain to you, but after I tell you what we're going to be talking about, still listen for a few minutes because it might. Now, the title might sound like it don't, but the message might, okay? So, you know what? We're going to be talking about chasing a high, and I ain't talking about drugs. Well, I mean, I guess that could be one of them, but chasing a high. So let me tell you a little bit about me. If you haven't uh, caught on by now, or if you are not like following me on TikTok or Facebook or anywhere else, then maybe you don't know this about me, but I can, I have a hyper personality. I, I tend to, to get pretty hyper, pretty excited about life. You know, I do deal with the hormonal chemical imbalances that a lot of women deal with as far as like, you know, depression, anxiety, and shutting down and things like that. But overall, my personality is, you know, kind of energetic. So with that personality, sometimes I catch myself always chasing something, chasing a good feeling or chasing a purpose or chasing a whatever it might be, you know, if you Google it, which that's another thing I do, is I'll be like searching like a crazy person to figure out things about myself that really, I mean, it's just the way God made me. But if you were to Google, sometimes people will say that they're chasing dopamine, okay? Or like, that's all over TikTok. And that'll probably be all over my TikTok right now because, you know, my phone's sitting right here and it listens and that's what's going to pop up, chasing dopamine. What that pretty much means is that you're always looking to be fulfilled and if you're not doing something then you kind of feel like blah I, I don't know if that makes sense um but as I think over my life I can definitely say that it makes sense to me I've always looked forward to things or made things like a big deal or an experience you know my sister-in-law used to say that like um I had to have an experience when I ate 
like food, you know, like I'd make a big production about it. I would want everything down on, you know, spread out on the coffee table. Now, this is like not just, um, you know, supper or lunch, whatever. This is like if the kids weren't home and I had went and got takeout and I was looking forward to that. Like I would have it spread out. I wanted the perfect show on. I wouldn't start eating until I had the show on. I'd probably eat until I was stuffed or I didn't feel good. I made it like a big deal. Like I looked forward to it and that would be chasing a high. Honestly, like it was like a kind of like a dopamine hit. I don't know if this is making sense, but we're going to get to a point. Okay. Um, another thing, you know, if you think about like social media they are it is designed to have you chase that oh sorry that dopamine hit like it's designed that whenever somebody likes your post or likes your picture that you get a notification that notification gives you a hit of like boost and then you want more of it so you're on there more to post more to get more notifications does that make sense uh some people will look at work as like that that um fulfillment i guess that would be the word uh or a certain promotion projects i mean i know for me if i don't have anything going on i'll catch myself mindlessly spending on amazon and it is like a dopamine hit because when them boxes come in i'll be done forgot what i ordered it'll be all exciting i keep thinking i hear my child running here I hear him jumping in the house, but I don't know where he's jumping at. But um, it's like a dopamine hit, you know. Also, our looks, like our weight, our goals. I guess we could kind of say, if you had the sentence, like, I won't be happy until blank, okay, until I got this promotion, until this project got, and I don't mean happy, like, happy, um, joyful. I mean, like, I guess that wouldn't be the right sentence. Uh, maybe more the sentence should be, I'm happy when I'm blank. I'm happiest when I'm blank. And I don't mean that like you're completely only focused on this, but maybe that you don't feel fulfilled unless you're working. You, you can't just sit at the house and feel fulfilled. You have to be doing something. You have to be always planning something going somewhere, um, working towards something, something has to be going on. And maybe you do not resonate with this at all, but for me, I can pinpoint all kind of times in my life, even recently, that I caught myself looking for fulfillment in the wrong places. Um, I redid my salon last December. I enjoyed it. It was fun. I loved it. I mean, I spent too much money, but I enjoyed it. When that was over, it was almost like I was like down. Okay. So then I didn't realize I was doing this at the time. When I look back, I realized it. But in the month after I got done, I spent so much pointless money. Seriously, like so much pointless money. I guess chasing that feeling of doing something. When I look back, I'm like, what in the world? The point of all of this is that we have a God-shaped hole inside of our heart that can only be completely satisfied by Jesus. We were designed that way. That's the way God made us. That's the only thing that can fill it. 
Now, if you don't think that's fair, go get your own universe, go get your own creation, like create some humans, and then you can decide what fulfills them. But God designed us to be cravers. We, we were always, and I know I talked about it last week, didn't I? Cravings, did I talk about that? Um, but to be craving something, to, to need that fulfillment. And on the secular world part, which makes perfect sense, I mean, you could always plug it into like a Christian, but I listen to, um, I used to listen to Tony Robbins a lot. I really like him. He's like, to me, he just kind of explains how the brain works and kind of will turn things around where you can like um, see why you're thinking that way and then do something about it, you know, but it's not like, it's not any kind of new age. It's not any kind of um, weirdo stuff, (laughs) but he said that it's been proven that humans have uh, four basic needs, two, uh, six of like, I'm like rambling. Okay. We have four basic needs. Two added on is when you get fulfillment. So the four basic needs for a human would be to feel appreciated, to matter, to be significant. That was it. To be significant, to feel appreciated, to, um, oh, certainty, but then also uncertainty. Okay. So how he explained that was in a normal case scenario, let's just think about like just a, just a normal, you know, we all want to be significant. We want to matter. We want to be loved. We need a sense of certainty. Like you walk out your door and you're not going to fall through your porch. You're certain that that porch is going to stay there. But we also need a sense of uncertainty, of not knowing every single detail. So he said, you're always, your body, your mind is made up to always be looking for them for things. I mean, he's, he explained it like even look at someone who is robbing someone, okay? They matter because they have the gun to the person, right? They want that affirmation of I'm in control. I'm the boss. The certainty is you're going to listen to me because I have the gun. The uncertainty is you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what that other person's going to do. So he kind of broke it down as far as like everything we do human wise, that's, we have them, them four basic needs. And I think there's, it seems like love might not be one of them. Maybe it means like significance, certainty, uncertainty. I had to listen to that again. But anyways, that's not the point. The two that are extra that give you fulfillment in life is growing and doing. So he, how he explained it was when you're growing, when you're learning something, when you're going through a trial and you learn something from that, then that gives you a sense of fulfillment. And I can testify to that when I'm studying something, when I'm, when God speaks and it like just clicks, it, it gives you that kind of a high. I don't know. I mean, you know, like it makes you feel fulfilled. That was it. I mean, he was talking about like these two will fulfill you. The second one is giving, giving, um, I mean, you can put this as giving anything, giving gratitude, giving help, giving compliments, giving to others, um, giving period. If you do those two growing and giving, then you feel fulfilled. Now, as a Christian, that's, I mean, giving is Jesus gave him himself 
And we are instructed in the Bible to serve, serve Jesus and serve others. That's giving. That's giving of yourself. And I do know that when I'm focused on somebody else and not myself, there is a sense of fulfillment that is peaceful. And when I do it for the glory of God, when I not because if you're giving to get something or you're giving to be seen to me, I don't know, maybe it does feel good to some people. To me, it gives me anxiety. Like, I, I guess that's the conviction of the Holy Spirit. And I can tell when I'm doing it for a wrong motive and he will convict me fast. And that does not give me fulfillment. That does not make me feel good. So, you know, there's like that fine line there. But as far as like growing also would be growing spiritually, um, someone that maybe doesn't know Jesus, just growing in learning. You know, I, I don't know about you, but when I read a really good book, I feel so like uh, fulfilled, I guess is the word. I feel like I'm repeating that word over and over again. But, you know, it just teaches you something and you feel like, oh my gosh, I like you, like a light bulb has clicked. So does that make sense? So it just dawned on me like, how fulfilled do you feel when you grow a garden or you grow flowers? I mean, I'm not a gardener or anything like that, but you know what I'm saying? What about when you grow a muscle? I mean, that's, you feel fulfilled. Um, and none of that is wrong. So as we're talking about this and the God-shaped hole, because that's kind of what this is more about, none of that is wrong. Okay. Here's when it comes in wrong. When it's obsessive or excessive. I heard one time somebody say, excess is the devil's playground. If that's not the truth, if that's not the truth. So when it becomes um, obsessive, like I have to be uh, working to be fulfilled. I have to have this promotion to be fulfilled. I have to have this goal met. I have to lose this weight. I have to look like this. Um, it, you know, it's that drive of have to to be fulfilled that becomes a problem because God did design us that that he is the fulfillment he is the one that can I heard one time a meme or I read a meme or that the only one that can fulfill a heart is the one that created it he is the one that created it this these other things that he allows us to do or to go after or to you know have in our life are just blessings they're they're you know, second to him. So there's nothing wrong with, you know, working or working towards a promotion, working on a project or shopping, even though I do have to take the Amazon app off my phone all the time because it may get me in trouble. There's nothing wrong with them things. There's nothing wrong with wanting to feel good. There's nothing wrong with wanting a healthy body. But when it becomes that obsessive, when we can't almost be happy without it, then that is a problem because he is the one that fulfills us and that's what it means when the bible says to love the lord your god with all your heart soul body and mind like with everything we focus on him and there's such peace there i don't know if this happens to you but i'm telling you when i am focused on myself there's not peace when i'm comparing myself to other people on social media there's not peace when i am scrolling too much there's not peace when I'm working towards a promotion and that's all I can think about that's not peace for me when all I think about is food or losing weight or getting my skin clear or whatever that's not peaceful 
I've never been more fulfilled than when I am focused on him. There's a peace that that's just there. How do we do that? And how do we do that? Because me and my friend were talking yesterday and we were just talking about um that mind racing mind because I know for me that my personality has an addictive personality okay when I get my mind on something that's all I will think about or look up or research or or whatever it might be um if I start a new business I have to be very careful not to let it take over and that be the only thing that I think about because it won't be long before I'll just be depressed and anxiety ridden so me and my friend were talking and it comes down to being aware of it really it comes down to slowing down the mind and being aware that this cannot bring me fulfillment this job cannot bring this husband this child this search for a husband this wanting the child this or want you know wanting a baby this career this um looks this this vacation this move i mean we could go on and on this drug this alcohol i mean it's it's not a one size fits all it's whatever that this is is that that you're going after to get that fulfillment it is it can't fulfill you it can no matter what i mean it if it does fulfill you and you're listening to this and you're like yes huh yes huh when i got that career i was set then maybe this is the holy spirit trying i mean i'm not the holy spirit but you know what i mean trying to have you check that check the motive of your heart check on what you're thinking about obsessively check on what you're you know doing obsessively to seek fulfillment because in all reality he is enough jesus is enough and i know i know as i'm sitting here saying that that somebody is probably thinking i know he's enough in my heart but my mind won't slow down enough to realize that and that's the where we have to do certain things to slow that mind down we have to be aware that that it's racing and that we're searching for something for fulfillment that is never going to fulfill us completely. I mean, and don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with desiring a spouse or loving your spouse, loving your child, desiring a child, desiring a promotion. It just is when it becomes that obsessiveness that I can't, that I'm not fulfilled until I get it, that it becomes a problem because that means we're putting it before God. We're saying that, Jesus, you're not enough. I mean, that hurts to say that, but that's what that's what we're saying. We're saying, Jesus, you're not enough. i got to have this. I've got to have this. You're not enough. Um, how, do we, how do we remember them things? And me and my friend were talking about this. I mean, there's some things that are so simple that we don't do. One of them is if there's anything we're doing to make our mind race, then that can be corrected. That might be caffeine or sugar or energy drinks. That might be obsessively scrolling and looking. For me, like I said, when I discovered that I had a diagnosis of PMDD, I could not stop obsessively searching for it. 
and I don't really know what I was looking for. I think I was looking for um, justification as to why I felt that way. And But it was an obsessive search, you know? It, it was like, that's all I could think about. So when I catch myself doing that, then I know I'm doing it to myself. I, I can put that, you know, Google down. I don't have to, like, obsessively search of it. I don't have to obsessively watch social media looking for it. I don't have to scroll mindlessly or listen to um, books that are just about this thing I'm going after. You know, if the only books you listen to is how to be a leader, then maybe, maybe you should check your heart as to, is that what I'm chasing? I, me personally, I want to chase God more than anything else because I know that is true fulfillment. I know that. When I catch myself chasing other things obsessively, I need to take a step back. I need to see what are you doing? What are you what are you focusing on? Because what you focus on grows. What you focus on is like a magnifying glass. It makes that thing grow, 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 grow. That's something simple we can do. We can become aware of what we're doing to chase that fulfillment that only God can give. That might mean, um, like I said, obsessively researching. That might mean, you know, smoking a whole pack of cigarettes, like chasing that, that, uh, fix or something, you know, um, scrolling or, okay, here, posting obsessively selfies, chasing that validation from people, that like, you know, just check your heart, like become aware. That's, that's the number one thing, become aware. The number two thing I would remember is that there is power in the post-it note, <laughs> I say that a lot. Get some post-it notes. Write yourself notes. Put them everywhere. Remind yourself, only He can fulfill me. Only God. Whatever the Holy Spirit brings to your to your heart to write down, write it on some post-it notes. Post them everywhere. Post them where you get ready in the morning. Post them on your in your car. It is a habit that we are in of our mind racing. Okay. You have to break a bad habit by replacing it with a good habit because just breaking a bad habit what else goes in there like if you break a bad habit doesn't the bible the bible talks about like when one spirit leaves the house was empty so seven came in is that how it goes to me that means you have to fill it with something the holy spirit so if you have a habit of obsessively chasing a goal or scrolling facebook or whatever and that's all you think about. That's your habit. You've got to replace it with a good habit. Well, it's not that easy to just remember to think that only God can fulfill me to me personally. So the post-it note, whatever he brings to my mind, I'm write it down and, and put it everywhere to remind myself. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. I think that sometimes we think I should be stronger than that. I should be able to remember. Listen, we got a lot of voices coming into our mind, a lot of voices in this day and age we need something to just have right in front of our face you know i told my friend yesterday i wish i could walk around with podcast earphones in my not podcast or ear ear pods in my ear listening to praise music all day or listening to a sermon to remind me to keep my mind focused because my mind will go everywhere it, i mean look at what all is being put in it does that make sense 
I hope this makes sense to you. I hope this helps you. I hope it reminds you that it's easy to get caught up in chasing the wrong things to fulfill us. But being aware of it and then reprogramming that area is what we have to do. We renew our mind by the word. He, you know, that use the post-it notes to write down some verses that he brings to your mind and spend that morning time with him. I do believe that is huge, huge, huge. That, to me, sets my day, sets my week, um, helps keep me focused on him. Journaling, journaling's huge for me. So, now I feel like I'm rambling. I'm going to pray for you guys, and I will see you next week. But let's pray first. Father, thank you that we can come boldly to your throne. Thank you that Jesus made a way for that. He made a way that we're able just to come right to you and talk to you. We don't have to go through anybody else. We don't have to wait for a certain time. We don't have to look a certain way. We can come to you at any time. I'm so grateful for that. And I just ask that you help us remember that you are the only true fulfillment. That knowing you. Getting to know you, talking with you, walking with you, that's the only fulfillment that is lasting, and that's the only true fulfillment. Father, help us to remember that. Help us to become aware when we're chasing other things to be fulfilled, when we're chasing other highs, when we're chasing dopamine hits. You are the true high. You are, you are, you are God Almighty. We love you. We praise you. We thank you for everything you've done, everything you're doing. Thank you for just allowing us to be your children. We don't deserve it. We didn't earn it. We're just so grateful for it. Thank you for that grace and mercy. We love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, find me on social media at Christina Smith McCulley on all platforms. My prayer is that this episode helps you and your walk with Christ. Podcasts are uploaded every Sunday, and if you hit that subscribe or follow show button, you'll receive a notification. Have a great week, friend.